you're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimaki Day of the household of David. Be blessed. Hallelujah. It is important that we grow spiritually. Hallelujah. And spiritual growth is about working with the Lord. Yes. Every Christian should be able to measure your progress with the Lord. You grow. And when you grow in the things of the Spirit, or when your spirit man, when you are growing as a Christian, you become more spiritual and you become less carnal. You leave behind more and more the things of the flesh and give attention to the things of the spirit. And uh, just saying this, there will be a day that we talk about this as a whole message, but I'm just saying a part of it to us that you should see progress in your Christian, uh, in your Christianity, progress. Uh, you should know that you are growing. And um, it should reflect in your ways of life, in the choices that you make, in how you talk, and in how you respond or react to things. Tell your level spiritually how you respond to things, both either by faith or by fear, or either you yield to the things of the world or the things of the spirit. But what you need to know is this. Faith, which I want to talk about in a while. I want to talk about pictures in a while. But you must understand that um, there are no formulas in God. Because you are dealing with an individual, not a thing. I get what I'm saying. So they can say that Pastor Moni is a very generous person. And she is. Amen. <laughs> She's generous, right? <laughs> Amen. Now, when we say Pastor Moni is very generous... That doesn't mean that she will give to everyone who goes to her. So everybody knows she is by her credentials or what you've known about her. Maybe by observing her for years. But then she can look at a particular individual. Maybe she knows that this guy will waste the money. And she says no to that guy. Now, all over the world, she's known as a generous woman. But she will still say no to some people based on, based on her judgment of what they will do, whatever she gives them. Is that right? So that, they, that she's generous, and her generosity is not a formula that anyone who approaches her gets what they want. The same thing. God lifts up. God responds to faith. It is true. God is moved by faith. It is true. But you must recognize that God is a person. That is why no matter the faith you have in God, to have another man's wife, it will not happen. Because so, you're, I get what I'm saying. So it is not a formula that is separated from an individual. That any time, you know, some people think, once they do seven days fasting and prayer, they can get anything. Brother, it depends on what you are praying for. And not only about the legitimacy of what you are praying for, it also has to do with the timing of what you are praying for. A seven-year-old boy cannot pray himself into marriage. He will get married maybe 20 years later. But there's no prayer. So this is why the Bible says that we should know what the will of God is. 
So we cannot say God is just. So God is a person. This is why I say that to say that this is why the steps of a man before God, they are very important. How you live. And if a, if a man will be mightily used of God, will, be a, will produce a tremendous result. Brother, he will test and you must be trusted. So Abraham, they call him the father of faith. But if you take your time very well to look at the story of Abraham, you see God's dealing with Abraham and you understand that um, God will show you great and mighty visions. But you see, between two mountains, you always have a valley. God speaks the end from the beginning. He speaks the end from the beginning. He speaks the end because sometimes after a war comes from God, all hell will break loose. And I'll show you a pattern in Abraham. What led Abraham into sleeping with Agai? It was Genesis 15 that God made that covenant with him. It was in 16 that Sarah proposed something. After hearing the voice of God, another voice will speak. So you know where you stand. And you get what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. You see, it is God prepares a man. And I told you something. God is not rushing. He has no problem for giving a Christian that is rising and falling. But you will never become what he wants you to become. So while you are rising and falling, time is going. So if you ask Jacob, I told you the story. Jacob stood before Pharaoh. The only thing Pharaoh could ask Joseph was Jacob was his age. He said, one thirty-five years. He said, full of sorrow. I have not attained to the age of my father. Because he was a schemer. Schemer, they suffer in the hands of God. Not because God is punishing you, but you see, he has a plan for you. You are fabricating your own. And you will pay for it. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. At the end, the guy asked him, and so that was what he told. So and that was what he told, he told Pharaoh. He said, he said, I am not. Because Isaac sat at home meditating. They brought a wife to Isaac. Jacob went to look for one. After he sat for seven years, they gave him another person. Then they said, okay, sat for another seven years. What a story. And then he said, Laban changed his wages ten times. And you know the worst part of the story. It took him 21 years in Laban's house to bring out a woman he loved. And you know what? He went home to see his parents. As he was about getting home, Rachel died and he buried her. So if the mother should ask Jacob that, the wife, he had over 21 years, the wife you went to labor for, where is she? I can imagine him crying. I buried her on the way. So by the time he came back home 21 years after, he had nothing to show for what he labored for 21 years for. It's not that terrible. That never happened to Isaac. So you, in, don't worry, wherever I stop us, just understand that in the journey of faith, also, and this is what teachings are, the, the people have been taught wrongly to disregard following God's pattern and living right. Abraham was a friend of God and is called the father of faith in the Bible. But check out, God made sure everything. Jacob finally found redemption in that sense. When he got to a fort called Fort Jabok, that was the day he separated his wife, his family, and an angel appeared to wrestle with him. After this, so the Bible says he took his family, he crossed Jabok, and he came back alone. Jack, the meaning of Jabok is pouring forth. When you pour out everything in you, everything he acquired, God stripped him of everything before he changed his identity. And then his life was reorganized. A man that mourned for how many years for a son that never died. What a life. As soon as he settled that one of his sons was left with one of his wife. What a life. Because he was a schemer. 
He got the blessing, trick his brother, and all those things. But you see, he, God never changed his mind about him. He loved him. His love is everlasting. But you see, you will be prepared. And you must understand. Amen. So faith is not just a formula. Faith spans from a relationship with a, from a fellowship with Jesus Christ. Real faith. Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Genesis 12, God called Abraham, told him to move alone. But he took Lot with him. Genesis 13, God separated Lot from him. Lot looked at Sodom, he chose Sodom. And then Lot, so, Abraham, so Lot was the first thing that left Abraham. And the day Lot left, the Bible said God spoke to Abraham, said, lift up your eyes, away. And then before he knew it again, he had acquired Agai, and he gave out to Ishmael. He slept with Agai in Genesis 16. It was 84 when Agai had Ishmael. For 16 years, God didn't say anything to Abraham. 99, for 13 years, 99 years old. Genesis 17. God said, walk before me and be perfect. And by the time they go to Genesis 21 and Sarah had the son, God told Abraham, Sarah said, send away Ishmael and the mom. Ishmael was a man that Adam waited, Abraham waited for 84 years to have. It was not easy sending Ishmael away. But God said that the demand of heaven. Ah, Adam made, Abraham made a solid mistake that he can never recover from. I wonder what goes through the heart of Papa Abraham and when he looks down on that and he sees the bombies. Have you read the story of Ishmael before? When the angel appeared to the mother, he told him what he become of the boy. He said he shall be a wild man. His hand will be against everybody. And that's what is happening in the world now. David allowed God to judge his own mistake. The first baby he had with Bathsheba died. God wasn't killing anybody. He was removing the mistake that could affect him in the future. When you give back to things in the flesh, it will persecute what you give back to in the spirit. If you do allow God to take care of it. This is very true. Hallelujah. So each, as soon as they gave back to Isaac, Ishmael was 14, Isaac was 1. And the guy started dealing with And the said that this can be. And the Bible said, when Sarah said so, he grieved Abraham, how can you be this wicked? That I should send away. And God said, no, do exactly what Sarah said. Abraham had a record, track record of always obeying God. Ellen the money put the keg on the lady. Well, he didn't like it, but he had to do it. So she left. And God was looking at Abraham and I said, This guy, I'm trusting him more and more. But the final stage was not even Ishmael. Finally, Genesis 22, God told Abraham that, Let's do one more test to show that nothing between me and my Savior, absolutely nothing can stand between me and God. That was what God was saying. He said, I want to know. That you have absolute loyalty. He says, so I gave you Isaac. I want that same Isaac. And as in his typical nature, Abraham wake up early in the morning. First thing in the morning. Can God give you a job that you are being paid heavily? And then after three months, he says, resign. Amen. Mr. Adil Magu might not like it initially. Why you tell her? Especially, maybe from the first month. Imagine they pay you five million per month. And the first month, I know this is a man of love. So you give it to God. Then the next month, I'm buying a car for this woman. I said, and then you are talking about Ikoyi. And God says, son, leave. I want to send you to Bono State. Are you following me? So the Bible says, Abraham woke up early in the morning. And when the Bible was giving account of it in Hebrews 11, he laid down Isaac. Bible says, believing that God was able to raise him from the dead. Abraham just said that if he gave me 
when I was as good as dead, he can do it again. And, and God said, don't. Now, look at what the angel said. He said, now, that, now I know that you fear me. And honestly, that's very funny. So God didn't know when he left his father's house, when God told him to leave Genesis 12. God did not know when he parted with Lot. God did not know when he sent away Ishmael. So now the angel said, that now, now, it's now that we agree. And he said, he swore by, he said, I swear by myself. God had nothing. The thing paying God, I said, I want to swear. But there's none greater than me. He says, so I swear by myself in blessing. When you see men who can make a statement, and everyone will feel, I have seen from when I was in school, we all do it, I do it, and it's necessary because it will grow your faith to count yourself as one of such men, even when you are not yet there. They say, my words don't fall to ground, whatever I say. But you yourself, you know that you have said many things that, that they, they fell right before you. <laughs> but, you see, faith develops that way, so don't get discouraged. It's good. But, see, there are people truly that when they speak, it's a law. Before heaven reckons with you to that level, there are tests to pass. It is true. You are always a legitimate child of God once you are born again. But there are levels. Levels of authority being exercised. It is true. Hallelujah. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. You must have a CV with God. It's important. At least you must measure that you are growing spiritually. Which shows in the fact that the choices you are making. And one of the things that God will do is that He will want self I to go. Because to be full of the Spirit, you, you cannot be a man or cannot be a kind of person and be full of the Spirit at the same time. That must have been the reason what God did in Joseph's life. I told you before. Go and check when he was talking to Miss Potiphar. When he said, sleep with me. Look at what Joseph said. Look at how many, look at arrogance. Look at how many I came from that. He said, my master made me the head of this house. In this house, there is no greater than me. Men of you have read Papa. See the way Joseph was talking. Go back there and check. He used I and me about five times. He said, in this house, there is nobody greater than me. He said, my master made me to be in charge of everything. He said, you are the only one I'm not in charge of. He said, nobody operates in this house without me. And God said that, ah, this guy, this thing is still there. So from a slave to a prisoner, the lowest level. Because he that we are sent to the highest height must also be the one that will descend to the lowest spot. I get what I'm saying. When his brother woke up, he told them in the morning, hey guys, come and hear the dream. He said, I saw your ship bowing to mine. <laughs> and he was enjoying it. And the brother was looking at it. And... <laughs> He had another dream that the father said, this is your dream is now becoming. <laughs> this time when I said, not only my brother's dream, he said, the stars and the moon and the level, that means the father and the mother, all of them bowing to me. And the father said, I know, we need to do something about this dream. Yesterday it was your brother bowing to you. Now it's even me and your mom and your brothers. And he was saying it with joy. But God felt that, no, no, for him to be a useful vessel, this pride has to go. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So when he was in the prison and he interpreted the dream, and Pharaoh said that, he told Pharaoh, he said, look for a man that will help you. So this time around, he had seen that I don't prove myself. So Pharaoh said that we should look for a man. When you are the interpreter, say you are the man. Some, that was why he could not retaliate when the brother came back. Something had changed in him. Oh, how many Christians are still working in bitterness? How many Christians still retaliate? You are not satisfied until you give your peace back. And now, this is the 15-year 
of your Christian experience. You know how many Christians still lie? They tell lie. Like somebody licking Tom Tom. It flows freely. And they have been in charge. Now, so they, they are even in leadership. I don't know which of the leaders told me one day that he, I think he wrote one exam like that. One of the popular gospel singers was there. She was cheating in the exam. It, it's, you know, people have, you know, they have, you can, when they left Egypt, it was almost 40 years after that Egypt left them. So God told Joshua in Joshua chapter 5, make sharp knives and circumcise them. And when the circumcision took place, God said, today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt. They left Egypt, but Egypt did not leave them. No wonder any small thing they will complain. Spiritual minded people don't complain. They don't look for somebody to blame. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Are you with me? Look at your neighbor. What is God trying to remove from you that you are holding on to? Ask your neighbor. Now, what, what is God trying to remove? Is there anything? Your Heavenly Father is saying that, boy, check out this thing. It's, it can't help you, but you are holding it back. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Is somebody blessed with this? Genesis 15. Let's read something quickly. Let's Genesis 15. The Bible says, God said to Abraham in a vision, I am thy reward, thy exceeding great reward. And Abraham said that, ah, see, pictures are powerful. Amen. If you are praying and you are confessing, we are going to go deep into this next week by the grace of God. As God grants us grace. If you are praying and you are confessing the word, don't expect a change until first of all there is a change within. Where Satan works, if you are confessing victory, declaring victory, but there is a solid picture, image of defeat inside there, you have not won the battle. It is not what you are attacking on the external. It is that inner picture that must go. This is the reason why Satan gives people a dream that they die and they start getting afraid, then he will kill them later. If he had the power to kill, he should have killed you without the dream. Knowing how wicked Satan is, normally in his nature, what he should do will be, but you see, he will look at edge around people because they are Christians. Then he will put something to make them afraid. Then you have a legal right to attack them. So at where we stopped on Wednesday, the servant saw chariots and horses, and horses around Elisha, not around the two of them. Because he was in fear, Elisha was in faith. Even though they were standing together, standing together. But the Bible says he saw chariots and horses around Elisha. Two people can sit down together, but there can be, they can be two different worlds. If somebody is living by faith, somebody lives by fear. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? So, this is what Abraham struggled with, Genesis 15. All along, God said he was going to give me. So, I know he said that Genesis 12. But, I want to show you the time that finally, the negative picture dissolved. It happened, Satan doesn't give up easily. He doesn't give up easily. Abraham said, Lord, what will you give me? See, seeing. He is trying to tell God to see from his own perspective. And God said, look at this small boy. He said, see, I go childless. He said, Lord, what I am seeing is that I am childless. I'm seeing it. And he said that to what's in the matter, said, the steward of my house, go back to that, uh, he said, is the, this Eliza of Damascus, 
One of the slaves of Abraham had a son, and the boy would be running around. And Satan kept telling Abraham that if you are getting anything at all in life, that's your son. Ah. So, we will get there next week where to win in life, it is allowed to be vulnerable before God in the place of prayer. When many of us are even praying, we don't say the truth. You are using vocabs on God. Instead of you to sit down at his feet and say, Baba, I need help. Are you getting what I'm saying? Outside, you speak by faith to everybody. But this is you and your Heavenly Father. So that when you leave that prayer closet, you come with power and faith. So in that place of prayer, you are open. Lord, I am tired. I need help. God has never said no to anybody who asks for grace or help. Because that is a definition of humility. That I need your help right now. So Abraham was, this is the father of faith. He was honest. You know, they are past chapter 12, chapter 13, chapter 14. He had seen the hand of God before. Pharaoh took his wife in chapter 13. God dealt with Pharaoh, chapter 12. Everybody in the house became barren. And God appeared to Pharaoh in the night that sees his wife. And he returned the wife and he blessed Pharaoh. And then Abraham, that was where that guy was given to. Satan is very wise. Sometimes, you know, um, when we got born again in those days, there were some prayers we used to pray. We found out later that some of them were not were lined up with a faith kind of. But see, some of them, we still need to pray it. We used to say to him, like, Lord, every guy that is planted in my life. Because when Abraham went to Egypt, guy was probably just about 10 years old. But see, she manifested. She was given to Abraham in chapter 12 or 13. She manifested in chapter 16. By that time, she was only like 21. Abraham just suddenly, are, are, you, are, you, are you with me? <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was where it, that guy was. So, we used to pray prayer like that, that. So, that guy was planted. The devil was very strategic. She was just planted there. Only to manifest maybe 15 years after. Sometimes, the enemy puts things around people. That we show up. Yeah. And what I was saying earlier, what about if, if Moses had been a new creation? Moses was not. He was born again and he was looking at the word of God, the instructions of the epistle. And he saw that be angry but sin not. He would have dealt with his anger. But Moses had no, so we have no excuse. Moses had no epistle. The anger was there. When he, Satan, see, Satan is not as powerful as people think he is. He observes pattern very well. He works with what he has observed with him. One day I was talking with Apostle and he was saying that his assistant will punch a part of you. If you don't respond, you know that there is no wound there. You will punch this one, you don't respond, there is no wound there. Punch this one, there is no Make somebody to annoy you, you are not responding, that means you are not giving to pride. People will step on you, you, don't, you, are, you cannot do offense. Then he does something to your money and you cannot sleep for seven days. He says, hey, money is his weakness. Then he begins to arrange series of events along that line. He says the reason why once in a while God will say that give out all those money, that he might not master you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. He knows that some people are as honest as anything, as faithful as anything, but he has found out that that be a problem. Girls, maybe they hug somebody one day and overhug, and they did not even want to release it for says, Okay, I know it's weakness. Just, he did that with David. Why was the woman having a bath and David saw? Check the story from the beginning how he married Abigail. You will realize that Baba had that problem before. Even the guys around him, they knew. To show that he was old, they gave him a girl. And when they have sex with a girl, they said that they concluded that, okay, he's old. What a test. So they could not look at the girl here to say he was old. 
They didn't look at the fact that it was not eating very well. They said that we will know that it's old if we get a fine girl. And the girl used to sit on his lap. And after three months, there was no intercourse. Ah! Said this man is old. <laughs> now he's old. Hallelujah. What? So we, we pray. We used to pray like that. Like, Lord, if anything that has been planted that is yet to grow, help me uproot it. We don't pray those kind of prayers again in the church nowadays. Hallelujah. Let's go back to Abraham and let's close. Are you following me? So he says, seeing. And he was seeing a lizard around. Ah. Then look at God's response in chapter, verse 3. Hallelujah. He said to me, you have given us verse 4. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. I spoke a little about that. So that the visions of God are found from the word of God. Or inside the word of God. But it is, you will not receive the voice of the Spirit from the Bible. Except you are praying and searching deliberately. The Bible is full of instructions. Full of letter and spirits. The Bible is full of laws and not full of instruction of the full of sounds, prophetic word, everything. The spirit of God. But the Bible said that only men speak in the Old Testament as we were moved by the spirit. The spirit who spoke the word can take any scripture and make it a living thing to you. But it happens during fellowship. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So, <laughs> the Lord, Bible said, the word Lord came to you and said, This shall not be thy hair, but the one that shall come forth out of thy bowen shall be. So God said, No, 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 no. I don't play pranks. I know your servants are giving bad, but that's not what I'm talking about. You. Now, Abraham should have understood from this point. Look at God's emphasis. The one that will come from your thy own boy. Now, next verse. Verse 5. And he brought him forth abroad and he said, Look towards the heaven, tell the sons, if you're able to number them, so shall thy seed be. Verse 6. And he believed the Lord and he counted it for him for righteousness. Abraham said, Yes, Lord, I believe. This is strong. God brought him out. You know what God was doing? There is a picture here. God was saying that, Abraham, I love you. You have obeyed me, you've left your house. But if we don't do something about this thing inside, you cannot receive my promise. So God said, let's, uh, let's do this. Maybe if I show you another picture, it will dissolve the first picture. So God said, this is it. When you are facing this kind of challenge, you will know how real the devil is. Many times people get married, women especially, after the third year they don't have a child, pictures will start flashing of how they will remain barren. Yes. All kinds of pictures. Those are that, that is the voice of the enemy. And they can be difficult to deal with at times. So people are praying for you from outside, but there is something that has said to the inside. When, they give, when doctors give report, this is what happened to people. It has happened to me before. It takes standing by faith to dissolve the picture. That you are seeing yourself as one of, going to be incapacitated. And, and the thing begins to develop more and more. Hallelujah. So that was what happened to Abraham. But the Bible says he believed God and it was counted for righteousness. Next verse. And he said to him, I am the Lord that brought you. Now give me the last two verses of this chapter. Last two verses. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know why you should constantly, as soon as the Lord speaks to you in scripture, you should incline your ear to it. Because after the Lord comes, other voices will come. 
last two verses of this scripture, last two verses of chapter 15. Last two verses of chapter 15. Hallelujah. Go to verse 18. That same day the Lord made covenant with Abraham, saying, Unto thy seed I will give this land from river Egypt. You know, you know if you read the rest of the story, so that was the day. That's what I'm looking for. The day God finally, he had promised before that, I will give you the whole world. But on this particular day, it became a signed agreement. The Bible said, God, how did you do There was no paper and barrel there. So God said to Abraham, Abraham took ram, bull, he called them into two, and he put one half here, one half here. And he did that for the ram, for the bull, and then he took two turtle doves, so did the same thing, but he didn't call those one into two. So Abraham sat down for about 24 hours. The Bible said that darkness came upon him and he fell asleep. Then he woke up, and God, the first thing God said, before he made the call, he said, know that your, your descendant will suffer for four generations, for the iniquity of Amorite is yet to complete. Abraham said, okay, I heard that. Then in the night, he saw a pillar of fire. That represented God's feet, actually. What happened was that he knows that to make a covenant to pray, to, with the Bible with you, to hear a word from God. As a matter of fact, if you are not showing signs of seriousness, praying, it cannot tell you something precious from the word. It will look like other things you are reading from the word. But when you are praying and the word is spoken, so Sarah was not there. Abraham was on the mountain. For the first time, when he saw the feet of God, I believe the doubt in his heart dissolved. But the devil did not give up. Chapter 16, verse 1. As soon as he came down from the mountain, this is why, oh, my time is up. When you are going through this phase, it will be very necessary to guide who comes around you. He was alone. Sarah was not there. When he came down from the mountain, how come Sarah never suggested this until now? Go back to verse 1, please. Now, Sarah Abraham bare no children, and she had the headman, the Egyptian, whose name was Agar. Remember, Agar had been living with them from chapter 13. How come it's now the first time God appeared to Abraham? Abraham saw God, and he saw the leg. That was the first time Sarah suggested this. She never suggested that before. Then she said that, said to Abraham, verse 2, Behold, now this is, the Lord has restrained me from bearing lie. I pray to go to my maid. It shall be that will obtain children by her. And Abraham asking to what? What did he hear in verse 15? The voice of God. Now there's another voice. The second voice that will come against what you have heard from God is not necessarily the voice of the, a wicked person. But behind it is that wicked person. I get what I'm saying. That's the Bible said that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So you might attack the wrong person that they are saying no. They are just saying their own. But beyond what they are saying, there is an enemy making them to say Not because they are bad people. Jesus said, I will die on the cross. Peter said, it shall not happen to you. Peter was not possessed. But Jesus told Peter that, get behind me, Satan. Because at that moment, Jesus recognized that this is not Peter talking. I get what I'm saying. So Sarah and Abraham did this. And for 14 years, God didn't say A to Abraham again. Chapter 16. Now go to chapter 17. It was 84 here. In chapter 17. I want to show you what has happened to Abraham. And I'll close with that. Within those years. For 13 years. In chapter 15, on the mountain as he was talking to God, the picture of barrenness was shattered. He saw the stars of heaven and he was convinced that he would have... Oh, I look at people today. Is there a picture of prosperity? By the word of God, not by greed or materialism. Have you seen the Lord is my shepherd in the true sense of it, in your spirits? So, in chapter 15, he actually was able to overcome that picture of barrenness until Sarah spoke to him in chapter 16. 
And for chapter 16, for the next 13 years, Abraham went back to square one. The picture stayed. Look at chapter 17, verse 1. And when Abraham was 99, he was 84 when they had this So this was 13 years after. The Lord appeared to Abraham and said, I am the Almighty. Walk before me and be thou perfect. You don't tell a man that is already perfect to be perfect. So God was saying to Abraham that look. And look at verse 2. He said, and now we make Abraham in chapter 15, 13 years ago. I swore to you that a covenant of giving you the land. He said, please, straighten your steps and I will make the covenant come to pass. I have given the covenant, but it cannot come to pass now until you straighten your steps. Many times in the nowadays church, we don't tell people to straighten their steps. I am telling you, it's part of the gospel. It is important. Look at it. I will make covenant between you and me. I will multiply thy seed exceedingly. went back to the times of the covenant. Next verse. Abraham fell on his face and God talked with him, saying, Next verse. For behold, my covenant is with thee. Thou shalt be a father of many nations. Next verse. Permit me to read this. I'll close after this. Neither shall your name be called Abraham anymore, but it shall be called Abraham. For a father of nations have I made thee. Can you see God painting the picture? He didn't say, I'm going to make you a father of nations. He said, a father of nations have I made thee. Now, I want you to see how far Papa Abraham has gone into backsliding. Look at the next verse. I will make the city grateful. Next verse. And then I will start with my covenant. Then God said something about Sarah. Go, go down. Verse 8. Verse 9. And God said, thou shalt, verse 10, 11. I want to see where God said that Sarah, your wife. And Abraham started laughing. 12, 13. As for Sarah, thy wife, thou shalt not call her Sarah again, but Sarah shall name be. Verse 16. I will bless her and I will give her, I will bless her. Kings will come out of her. 17. And Abraham fell upon his face. <laughs> what did he do? You know what Abraham was thinking? Sarah's syndrome had entered him. When God started talking about multiplication, Abraham was thinking that, well, Ishmael can multiply. We will arrange wives, like Solomon. 600 and Ishmael. So when God, when God appeared the second time, and he was saying that, I am the Almighty, the covenant is still standing. Abraham said, yes. He didn't love all this wife. The moment God mentioned Sarah, that means all along, his attention was on Ishmael. Imagine Don't let us deceive ourselves. Ishmael will give back, marry ten wives, give back. So he felt. Then God just said that Sarah, your wife, and Abraham started laughing. That <laughs> I thought we were talking before. Now you are saying Sarah, and then he said something. The Bible says he said that shall a child be born to a man that is hundred years old? Shall Sarah that is ninety? Can you imagine? He's even speaking out the unbelief before God. Next verse. And Abraham said, oh, that Ishmael may live. That is why the world is in trouble today. This is one thing that will be a pain in the heart of Father Abraham forever and ever. Forever and ever. BBC acknowledged for the first time last week that the persecution of Christians around the world is far becoming genocide. Every now and then now, all over the Middle East and everywhere, Christians are being slaughtered. And the thing is rising, rising, rising. They showed a lady in the Muslim America singing that they will soon be here Christians, even in America and Philadelphia. It's increasing and increasing. What do you think will be going through the act of, if Papa Abraham had said this day, that Lord, I am sorry, he asked God to bless Ishmael. Lesson from there. Many of us have made mistakes. God is merciful, but you are asking God to bless your mistake by holding on to your mistake. Mistake should be buried and you move on because you have received forgiveness in Christ. But holding on to it and asking God to bless it. When you have made the wrong turn, go back and turn right. But that wrong turn will never lead right. 
you come back. If God tells you to go to UK and you're an American, God will not change his mind. He is not a man that should lie. It is that UK you will go. Are you getting me? But you can go after 50 years or 10, but you will go there. So that's what, that's what happened. Imagine Papa Abraham, oh, I wish Abraham didn't make that request. Oh, God bless Ishmael. And God said to Abraham, look at God's answer. He said, I am talking about Sarah and Isaac. He even called the name before Isaac was born. That you are going to call his name Isaac. Then he said something, verse 20. He said, anyway, as for Ishmael, I have heard you. First of all, when he said, let he said, oh Lord, bless me. He said, God first of all did as if he didn't hear what he said. He said, I am telling you that there is a boy coming called Isaac. He is the one I'm talking about. But just as you have said, I should bless him, Abby. I will bless him. That is why in Genesis chapter 22, when God told Abraham to go and sacrifice, he said, thy only child, Isaac. God never recognized Ishmael. That's why it was very easy for God to say to endorse it as judgment that send, that send him out. He does not recognize because flesh and spirit are incompatible. I get what I'm saying today. Now, when Papa Abraham sees his own people worshiping in the church and somebody throwing bomb, women being slaughtered. I was watching TBN uh, during the week and it grieved me when a doctor from Midwest was saying that not all, are they only killing Christians, they are kidnapping their children, little girls. They sell their parts. And Pastor Billy said, I said that before. Two reputable daughters from Hero buy them. Because those organs, those girls are young, their organs are still very strong, and they sell them to people, hospitals. So there is a market for unctioning Christians. Christian, but in the Middle East, what would Papa Abraham be thinking? The higher you go in God, the more consequential your mistake will be. This is why it will train you very well. What we call errors in the body of Christ, errors, like somebody teaching that women are seed of the serpent, was taught by a man that healed people most in his time. But God didn't call him to be a teacher. He said he would be a teacher first. Many of you know the person I'm talking about. And he began to teach heresies. Women cannot enter evil. began to teach heresies. And up till now in South Africa and some other country, people still believe that message and they still worship in that church. This is why it takes God time to build a man. Because the higher you go, any crooked line you draw, many people will follow. It is true. So it takes him time to, to it will build a man very well. You will pass the test of humility. When you are want to walk in great, very great anointing, God must be sure that you are humble. Otherwise, when people criticize you, you curse them, and things will happen in their life, and you are not permitted to curse. I get what I'm saying. This is very important. Jesus asked his disciples that they got to a city they wanted to pray and Jesus was rejected there. Peter said, let us call down fire on them. And Jesus said that. So this is what you will do if you are anointed. Anywhere they say don't preach here, you just roast them like Elijah. That you are not Elijah. This is New Testament. Hallelujah. Elijah roasted for free. One hundred first batch, second batch. That second batch, I believe that those ones, they were roasted completely. The first by said, man of God, come down. He said, if I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven. That second was the most, that was an idiot, the second one. First one said, fire come, said man of God, come down. Elijah said, if I man of God, let fire consume you. The one, the second leader got there, didn't he see the ashes? I know what he said, he said, man of God, come down quickly. I'm sure the fire also devoured him quickly. 
Elijah was a bit like, oh, yours is quickly, right? Okay. <laughs> Your own. But the third guy, I believe he's a Nigerian, was, he must have been from Nigeria. You know, we are very smart here. When I got there, he saw ashes. He just left and said, yes, sir, it's my job. He said, you know, as a soldier, you can't say no to the king. He said, I know we are not supposed to arrest you, but please, sir. He said, the second batch, he said, let my life and the life of these 50 be precious in your sight, please. Ah, Elijah said, them train you well. He said, okay, let's go. <laughs> you know, very smart guy. He said, you, you are smart. Ah, hallelujah. Is someone blessed today? Hallelujah. We will move on very fast. Next week, when we go to every tongue that rises against you in judgment, how do we dissolve this picture? When they give you targets in the office and it's beginning to look like you will not meet, you are going to be sacked. A tongue is rising again, so how do you stop it? When you are 30-something and you are not married, as a man, a picture is beginning to come that you might not be married. What do you do about this? When it looks like for a while, you always lack money. It doesn't seem that money stays in your hand. And now the picture is settling. What do you do? Our lives are transformed from within outside. Yeah. When you are afraid of landlord coming, what do you do? What do you do? When you are constantly afraid in life, anything about life, you are afraid of everything. You are just afraid. What do you do? What about a married woman when the picture begins to say that your husband will cheat on you one day? Women have discussed that with me before. Your husband is an innocent person. If that picture persists, you can be the reason why he will do something. Except he can hold himself also. Because you are imagining something and empowering the devil to walk in that area of your life. Are you getting it? Some people, when a, a member of their family is traveling, they see death, they see things. What about if you are beginning to feel that you might die very soon? I perceive by this way there are about four people in this convention who are in that category. It just keeps occurring to you that you are about dying. If you don't do something about you are empowering the enemy. It's not God's plan. It's not God's plan. Somebody is whispering that to you to take advantage of you. Greater is it that is in us than the one that is in the world. The cause of the costless shall not come. Nobody here will die. Shall we rise? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You are not going to have an incurable disease. No. You are not going to have a terminal disease. No. Your days will be fulfilled. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands and just give him praise. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. We worship you. Oh, we give you praise. I told them for service, I said it on ways. One of the ways of connecting is to speak, to sing, and to give thanks. You remember, right? We said it on Wednesday. Lift up your head wherever you are. If you want to sit down, you can sit down. If you want to stand, you can sit down. Solemnly begin to thank God and begin to speak. As you speak, pray in tongues. Just let that for about three minutes before I close. Give thanks. If you remember any scripture, just say, The Lord, an anointing is built that way. Give thanks. Pray in the spirit. Worship Him. Thank Him. Say something from God. Say something. If today's message affects you one way or the other, is there a picture you want to dissolve? Start by giving God thanks. Now I know I have victory in Christ. I know this thing will not come to pass. I'm not afraid anymore. Oh, blessed be your name. I'm not going to be jobless for long. No, 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 no. You know, some people are in school here. You are already afraid of the future outside school. I rebook fear in the name of Jesus Christ this morning. No. 
No. Don't be afraid of marriage. Don't be afraid of the future. Because he lives, you can face tomorrow. The Lord is your shepherd. He has gone ahead of you. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He thinks of you. He has a wonderful plan. His plans are superior to that of the adversary. And he will destroy everyone that said, that my cook up for you. Give him thanks and say with your mouth, I know in the name of Jesus, it is the plans of God that will come to pass in my life. Lord, I give you praise. I walk in your purpose. I walk in your plan. Worship him, worship him, worship him, worship him. Do you see from the word of God that by his stripes you are healed that you live your days in health? You live your days in peace. None of your children will turn bad, none of them will be sick. Receive the right picture. The Bible says, Great shall be the peace of your children. That's what the Bible says. All other voices are saying something else. But the word of God says, Great is the peace of our children. Great is their peace. They are thoughts of the Lord. They are thoughts of the Lord. None of them is making wrong decisions. They are thoughts of the Lord. Glory to your name. Oh, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. We give you praise. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you. I bless you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Fear will not be part of your life. Any picture, any imagination that is not of God, in the name of Jesus, we command it dissolved. And that the right picture be formed in your heart. Let the word that God has spoken to you prevail over your life, over your heart. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. Give praise to God. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.